Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Wednesday, my friends. I'm so excited to be here with you today and help you get the day started right. I do have a fantastic devotional to share with you today. And before we get into that, I just want to send an invitation to my sisters. Hey, all my podcast listeners around the world. Good morning. (laughs) I'm so excited to connect with you. Do you want to connect a little bit more this month? Are you ready to dig in a little bit deeper? You've been listening to this podcast and you're like, yeah, I like it. Gets my day started right. But what if I could offer you a little bit more? What if you could experience the next level of big laughing? Uh, Yeah, that's that's what I want to invite you into. I have opened up new spots for new members in Big Life Mentoring for November. And we're actually starting our brand new series for the month right now. And it's a series that I've titled Worthy. I noticed uh, last week as we were at our mission retreat and we were doing these rooms for girls that have aged out of foster care. And we named each room. If there was a room that we were doing that didn't have a girl moving into it immediately, then we gave it a a name like Cherished or Masterpiece or Chosen. And one of the rooms we named Worthy. And I noticed the reaction of every one of us that were working on the rooms and then all of the girls that were touring the rooms, the reaction to the word Worthy. And God kind of told me, hey, that's, that's what my girls all need. They need worthy. You see, at the core of most of our struggles is a question of our worth. What would make us worthy? What would we need to look like to be worthy? What would we need to achieve to be considered worthy? How would we need to act to feel worthy? Who would we need to become to always be deemed as worthy? And this internal struggle creates this unhealthy pursuit of the very thing we already possess. Inherent value and eternal worth. We already have it. So that is what our November theme in Big Life Mentoring is, worthy. And together we will learn how to change our thoughts and our self-talk. Is that an area of struggle for you? Girl, you be mean to you. (laughs) We're going to change that. We're going to practice true self-care instead of an excuse to just settle for less and label it as care. That's not what we are doing. We are going to honor the destiny we were created for and boldly step into the life available to us. Why? Because we are worthy. And my sister, you are worthy. So I'm asking you if you would like to join us for the month of worthy in big life mentoring, because it may just be the very thing you've been needing. I would love to help you create a morning routine that you can actually look forward to. If you like listening to these podcasts, maybe you would like actually watching it go down live every morning as I have members of mentoring doing right now. They're watching this happen. I would love to guide you in writing effective goals that lead you to fulfilling days instead of just busy days. And I'm going to introduce you to an army of big life sisters who want to lock arms with you and see you succeed. 
So sis, I'm standing by today. I'm ready to lock arms with you. I'm ready to welcome you. When you register at biglifementoring.com, you receive a welcome email and that welcome email includes my phone number and you and I will be personally texting today to help you get started. The cost is $29 for the entire month. All right, so we're not talking about big bucks here, sis. I know you're worth it. So if this resonates with you and you're like, man, I do need to change my self-talk and, and the thoughts that I have about me and my self-care routines. I, I would like a morning routine that I can wake up and be excited about. I would like sisters to lock arms with me. If this sounds like something you need, um, then hey, it's available to you. Jump on in. Again, the, the website, biglifementoring.com. You and I can be texting today. All right. Are you ready to do devotional? Oh, I love what I get to share with you today, sis. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Living Your Best Life. When was the last time you stopped in your tracks and you thought, wow, I am living my best life. (laughs) When was the last time that happened to you? When do you know you're in alignment with who you were created to be and what you were created to do? Where do you find that sense of fulfillment and completeness that confirms, yep, this is my best life? Now, most would say it's on a vacation of some sort. You know, those days when you wake up and the fancy coffee is already made for you? The days when your clothes fit just right and oops, did did you forget to take the tag off of that? (laughs) Oh, shucks. It's because it's all new. Well, just a girl living her best life, right? A day when the sun is shining and you have absolutely nothing you have to do. It all just looks and it feels so good. Is that you living your best life? Actually, that's you living a one-week vacation. That's what that is. That is a one-week vacation. That's you escaping reality. That's not your life. So how could it be your best life? I'm going to speak a truth to you that may sting a little. What I'm about to say will go up against a whole lot of popular name it and claim it, believe it and have it, do you boo teachings of today but I'm quite certain this is what God has asked me to share. Are you listening? Make note of this. If you are only living your best life when you have totally escaped your daily reality, you've missed the point of your life. Your best life can't be one week out of the year. Your best life can't be on some far removed place from the rest of your life. Your best life can't be a pretend life that you can't afford to maintain. Jesus said in John 10, 10, that he came so that you may have life and have it to the full, have it abundantly. And do you honestly think he intended for that abundance of life to only be found one week out of the year while traveling? I mean, really? Do you think so? Imagine Jesus saying, I have this abundant life for her. And when she is living it, she will know it is her best life. But I'm only going to offer it to her in an allotment of her vacation days. 
The rest of the time, she's going to need to be miserable and just push through this thing. That sounds absolutely ridiculous. Yet that's how we often live, huh? Today is just a Wednesday in November, and there is nothing great about this day, nothing special knocking on my door. I'm not really looking forward to anything in particular today. This isn't my best life today. This is just my ordinary life. And so we separate our ordinary life from our best life. But how many days of your life are just ordinary? Really? The overwhelming majority of your days are ordinary. In fact, let's look at the numbers, okay? If you've reserved living your best life for your one week of vacation, that is 1.9% of your year. Oh, wait, what? You're like, no, girl, I get two weeks of vacation. Okay, okay, let's give you that increase to be fair. That's 3.8% of your year. Are the numbers settling in? Let's be generous. Let's assume your best life is really the entire summer months. And now you're up to 17%. Do you really think God in all of his power and wisdom, designed you to only get to live your best life 17% of the time? What about the other 83%? That part wasn't covered by the abundant life Jesus came to give you? That's the part that you have to just trudge your way through until you get back to the best parts? Seems to me like we must have our best life confused here. Our best life is one living in alignment with God's design for our existence. And maybe that really has nothing to do with frou-frou drinks served on a white sandy beach as we confidently rock a white bikini. I mean, really, who wears a white bikini anyway? I don't even think that's reality. Maybe our best life isn't the dream house that is perpetually and blissfully clean with a view of the Tuscan hillside to the west and the turquoise waters of the Caribbean to the east and yet mysteriously close to all of those who we love so they can just come on over for a quick visit on Saturday. Maybe our best life isn't waking up next to an incredibly handsome man with fresh breath staring into our eyes, telling us how gorgeous we are, and we actually believe him. Maybe our best life has been twisted into fantasies and getaways, and we've been tricked into believing our ordinary days couldn't be our best days. If your best life requires you to escape your life, you're living life wrong. And Jesus gives us a clear definition of our best life in Matthew 22, verses 37 through 39. And I'm sure you've read it before, and maybe you missed, he's actually talking about your best life. He says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love is the prerequisite for living our best life. 
This is the life we were created to live, not just on vacation, but every day of our lives. This is the best of the best God has to offer us. This is the only thing that will bring the feeling of complete fulfillment that we seek. This is the only satisfaction for our hungry souls. When we deny our lives of the love we were created to give, then we seek to fill that emptiness with the pursuit of other things, things that we cannot maintain on a daily basis, things that aren't attainable on the regular, things that preoccupy us with longings and wants, believing if we could stay on a perpetual vacation, we would be living our best lives. If I could just find a way to get in that white bikini and look good, that would be my best life. If I had that handsome man with fresh breath telling me that I'm beautiful every morning, that would be my best life. If I lived there and I didn't have to do this, then that would be my best life. And honey, you have been fooled. Your best life is when you love. It is when you love, when you love God with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your mind. And then when you allow that love to flow out onto everyone else, that is your best life. And living this best life, there's no room for all those other feelings. Yeah, those feelings of dread those feelings of overwhelm, those feelings of lack, those feelings of jealousy, those feelings of bitterness, those feelings of worry, those feelings of stress. Every negative feeling we have is rooted in fear. Really think about it. It's the fear of not having enough, the fear of not doing enough, the fear of not being enough. And guess what love does? Love drives out Fear. 1 John 4, 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. A day lived in love is your best life. A day focused on loving God and loving others is precisely what you were created for. It is your perfect fit. And when you step into your perfect fit, you recognize, well, holy bulls, this is my best life. Love banishes all those fears that have previously served as your prison. Love conquers your dread of what may come next. Love banishes the overwhelm. Love brings fulfillment where there was once lack. Love grounds you in truth instead of competition. Love forgives and heals and restores and renews. Love lifts worries and eases stress. And then there is no room for fear because it's been run off with love. First John four verse 12 says, if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. The emptiness that we feel isn't a sign of a vacation we need to take. Your overwhelm is not your emergency alert system telling you of your desperate need to escape from your real life. It's simply a symptom of living incomplete. Incomplete without the love 
we were created to live with. When we love one another, God lives in us and makes us complete. Emptiness is a sign we're living without love. Your best life is a life of loving God and loving others. Is that attainable today? Right where you are, right in this reality. Is that attainable today? Your best life? (laughs) You bet your butt it is. And here's the thing, honey. God already loves you enough to make up for every single living soul who has failed to love you properly. This isn't about receiving love from anyone else. God has that covered. This is about you being made complete in his love and letting that complete love flow through you and from you. And of course, we have an entire list of all the practical ways we can show up in love today. Take it to heart. You've heard it before, but really receive it today. This is how God is telling you to live today. First Corinthians 13, four through seven, love is patient and kind. He's saying, girl, be patient and kind today. It's not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. What? What? Girl, stop demanding your own way. Be all right with it when it's not your way. You see, love is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. I especially love how the message translation of the scripture sums it up. It says, love trusts God always. It always looks for the best. It never looks back but it keeps going to the end. And this, my sister, this is your best life. No vacation destination, white bikini, new house, pocket of cash, or hot hunk necessary. Your best life is lived in love. And you were made just for that. Trust God, always look for the best, never look back, and keep going to the end. Will you live your best life today? One that just loves God and loves others? That's it. That's the key. Nothing else. That is your best life. And it doesn't have to be saved up for the 0.19% of your days. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's today. Best life today. Can I pray with you? I would love to just pray with you right now. Come on and join me. Close your eyes. Join me. Hey, God. Good morning. God, we're grateful that you've given us a new day of life. And I thank you, God, that you love us so completely. I thank you that you created us for our best lives. And our best lives do not require any of that other stuff. Lord, please forgive us for seeking all these other things that are fun and great and awesome, but that's not our best life. Forgive us for being confused and tricked about that. Lord, help us to get back to our best life, a life where we love you with all of our heart and our mind and our soul. We love you and we love others. Help us to cut all the strings and the requirements of that. Break down those walls. Help us to just love 
to receive your love completely and let it flow out from us and help us to recognize that's our best life. That's it. One of love. That's what you created us for. I pray that we would just get that better today, that we would get that right today, better than we did yesterday, Lord. I'm so grateful for everyone you brought to hear this today, Lord. I lift them up to you. I pray for your provisions for exactly what they need for today. I pray for your protection over our families. I thank you, God. You're so good to us. You love us so completely. We receive your love. We love you back. And we're going to pour that out today. And we're going to be living our best life in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, thank you so much for letting me be part of your day. I love you wildly. Have a beautiful day of life. I'll meet you again tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at BigLifeHQ.com. 